everybody, and uh, welcome back to another exciting episode of 90s Horror Films. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and I've got an awesome special guest. Um, have you been on this one before? Um, were you here last year? Maneaters? For... No, this is for 90s Horror. We're going to do Maneaters oh. later. No, I haven't done... Uh, sorry. I haven't done uh, the 90s uh, horror yet. Okay, good. Well, we're going to be... Uh, I'm here with uh, Liz Fletcher. How are you doing, Liz? Hi, everybody. Hi, Jonathan. Thanks. Yeah, um, I'm excited. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're going to do the 1994 film Brain Scan, uh, which you've never heard of, right? I can't say that I had, no. <laughs> yeah, because when I sent it to you, you were like, is that Edward Furlong? Get really excited. Are you well, a fan? You don't, really, you don't really see a lot from him anymore. Not anymore. And even then, that was like kind of the heyday of his day because 92, mm-hmm. I believe, was Terminator 2 or 91, maybe. So then it was like three years later, he did, you know, this one. And he had done uh, a lot of stuff like afterwards. He did like Pecker and uh, a few other little movies that uh, or Pet Cemetery 2. I think he was the lead in that one. And Oh, Okay. Yeah, so he's done a few like of those things, and I think he he enjoys horror films because you no, know, he just he just worked on a film uh, that my buddy Scott Hansen did um, that he well he DP'd uh, and produced um, called The Forest Hills. So he does like you know horror films and stuff, yeah, you know, which is pretty cool. But to go into it, so Brain Scan, I. I had remembered watching it like I think I'd rented it on video or something, you know, back in the video store days, you know, or DVD, but either it was VHS or DVD. I can't remember. And I remember going, oh, my God, this is kind of cool. You know, that's all I remember like that. I thought it was mm-hmm. cool. It uh, was and cool. I, and yeah, and I was actually wondering if it's going to hold up to my my old ideas of you mm-hmm. know because some of those movies do not age well especially with the technology yeah but the coolest thing that i thought i want to get your opinion on this was siri created because of this movie because there's huh. the the igor character yeah like I siri that yeah he, was, he didn't even have to say um hey and I don't want to say her because she's going to pop up on my phone if I do. But, uh, you know, because watch. Hey, Siri. Oh, maybe not. Yeah, see, she Siri only works when I'm not trying to talk to her. Exactly. When she knows I'm not, uh, I'm trying to talk to her, she's like, fuck you. Like, shut up, Siri. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> right. Your, your shirt keeps throwing me off, by the way, because I keep thinking that the video <laughs> is... Like, <laughs> buffering. <laughs> uh, so for people who can't see this because it's on a podcast, um, I'm wearing a shirt that says "I'm thinking," and it's got the buffering symbol on it and stuff. So, um, my aunt it's usually like... gives me like wacky T-shirts like that. So you know, but yeah, I can see, I can see where it's gonna throw you off a little bit. And I know. promise, I'm not being influenced by anything right now. Okay, good. This is just me. <laughs> I know. I uh, no. I, I was actually feeling that too earlier today. I was like feeling actually just right before the show. I was like, God, I feel like I'm on something, but it's only life, you know. Or well, maybe it's because the full moon is over. Mm. 
maybe things were a little crazy a couple days ago Yeah, so yeah. yeah that was a little nutty but uh anyway uh to get back to this um so uh this uh this film brain scan um yeah Sure. they have this igor character that's basically you say uh igor you know dial me this number and he'll dial the number which is freaking cool like back then Yeah. for i i don't think it was possible to do that like was it I don't know. I feel like the technology in the film was more advanced than what it was at that time. So do you think it maybe was not supposed to be 94, but was supposed to be like sometime In the in the future? future? Possibly, Yeah. yeah. I mean, they don't say a specific date. I don't think. I don't think. I, I, I do remember there were maybe some newspaper stuff. So maybe they did, but uh, I didn't look at it, you know, if they did. So I have no idea what date it was supposed to be. Um, but I like that. I liked um, that Igor was... Uh, Igor was the basically your butler, and uh, did you know that was voiced by the guy who did the trickster? I don't know what that is. Well, the trickster was the guy in the movie, <laughs> the the bad guy oh, in the movie, the guy okay. behind me. Yes, I know who he was. I, I just didn't know his name. I'm really bad with names of characters. No, it's fine. So the trickster, that guy who did the voice of and and the look of this guy, was the guy who did the voice of Igor. You I know. thought that I thought the two were related. Okay, good. Um, yeah. So he 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 apparently did like three or four voices, and the one that they ended up going with was like Boris Karloff voice, you know, or whatever for Igor. And he did sound like yes, master, you know, or whatever, Mm hmm. Yeah. you know. And uh, so they picked Igor. They had Igor, and um, I heard recently that Siri is actually changing it where I guess getting updated where. You don't have to say hey to her. You can just say her name and she'll pop Oh. up and listening to you. So maybe they are watching this thing because that's all you had to say with that guy. All you had to say was Igor, do this. And he would do it, you know, so much more advanced than we are yet, you know, um, Yeah. which I think is cool. You know, um, the technology in this movie is pretty neat. Um, what did you think of Brain Scan itself, the game? I I liked it. I think it was a really cool idea and how it just totally immersed you and you couldn't tell what was real and what wasn't. Yeah, literally immersed you so like, because sorry, spoiler alert, if you guys haven't seen the movie, go watch it on Tubi, it's free, so, but there are going to be spoilers in this movie because we can't really talk about this movie without spoiling it, I don't think, but at the end of the movie, you find out that it was all just the game, and usually that pisses me off, you know, but I was really angry when the friend got killed because we didn't see it happen. Yeah. And I felt like we got cheated a little bit, even though like that kind of sounds fucked up, but like, like I wanted to see him die, but isn't it not fair that Well, that's the point of horror films, though. what, Or a like lot of that, horror films. yeah, Not that every you watch, horror film, but... that you watch somebody die. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which was the theme of this movie. If you <laughs> right. think about it, right? 
Uh, like he was so into horror. He had a horror club, which Yeah, I liked that a lot. I'm so jealous because he had more friends that wanted to do the horror club than I'd ever do. You know, where where's my horror club friends? Yeah, you know? There were a lot of people in that club. I know. There were girls too, which surprised me a little bit, you know. I was like Girls love horror. I know, but like that time period I thought only the dudes would be the ones who were like all into it. But all the the girls were, but they were scared and everything and they were like talking about that. Like they, they were like mentioning, look, they're 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 scared over there, you know, or whatever, to the movie Death, Death, Death. Which Yeah. <laughs> why hasn't somebody made that anyway? Like that's just a great title, you know? Part two, by the way. Part two, yes. There's death, 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 and then part two, and I uh, wonder if there's a trilogy. I don't know. We never, we never got into that. Probably uh, they they try to milk movies for all they're worth. I know. If there's a if there's a a sequel in there, they're gonna do it. Uh, um, but yeah, it was so funny because so uh, so yeah so the horror club. He's in a horror. He's in a um. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, he likes he likes that stuff. He likes to see death. He likes all that uh, macabre stuff, um, which makes him creepy to some of the. Um, which I don't know if that's true or not, because later we find out it's part of the game. So maybe some of the game lied to him, you know, because it wasn't none a lot none of it was real. None of it actually yeah, happened. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. That could be. I didn't think about that part. And maybe even the 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 um, what is his name? The uh, uh, cop. Maybe he wasn't real. Wait. Okay, no, he was real. No, he was real. He because, showed up in the end. Right, but he was real because in the beginning of the movie, when the first person had died before he even started playing the game, right? Um, he saw he saw the cop. So I think the game was using people that he knew in real life. Had he never met the cop, cop may never have came into play or something, right. you know, into the game because the game uses your brain waves. It doesn't, I don't think it creates new people for you or whatever. It uses who you know in real life, which makes it scarier. You know, if you play that game and you actually think it's real. Right. Um. But yeah, wasn't that so um he goes uh what is it um and so all of that stuff's happening he's a potential killer you know or whatever and then he gets mad and he's like this is this wasn't supposed to be real and right and the whole point of the movie is like if you're really that into that stuff you know um it's this close from kind of stepping over the line and actually doing it you know right like, would you, if you knew that this game was fake, would you want to do a move, do a game where you felt like you were actually killing people? Would you want to do that? I'm asking well, you. For me personally, no. But I know that there are a lot of games out there that come pretty close to that. And I don't think that every person that plays those games is uh has thoughts of killing people i think for a lot of people it's just a way to unwind and take out all of the aggression 
and anxiety and worry that they have in their lives and just this is how they they cope with it i guess that's a good that's a good point i like that um because i think honestly i i agree because you know uh just because and, and that's been a big thing especially in the 90s actually mm -hmm. the 90s had a really big problem with columbine and other issues happening um where uh and it's still happening like school shootings and stuff Yeah. and then people are always blaming horror films you know um there was the uh two kids who uh murdered the young little uh, kid or whatever in england um i i forgot what their names were uh people who are listening probably know um can remember but uh those two kids actually watched uh child's play three or something you know or whatever you know like and so child's play three got banned from a lot of places because people thought child's play three was the reason these kids had murdered a, or like kidnapped and murdered a child you know and that's not true like you know um what is it there's that line in scream where the guy the guy says uh, or billy says you know um movies don't create psychos movies make psychos more creative you know and um i think that's sort of true you know like right Yeah. I I don't know. I th I think um I think the reason it seems like such a huge problem is that we're exposed to the news and media 24/7 basically. And so I mean there's always been evil in the world. Mm But now when something evil happens, it's going to be all over the news for a week or two weeks or three weeks. So I -hmm. Longer, think that's yeah. a different, um, I think stuff <clears throat> like killings and murders, all this other stuff is, it's not a new thing. I think it's just, it's out there more for everybody to see. Exactly. Which, yeah, I mean, people were complaining about the Dahmer... you know, docu-series, and I get it, like, that's, there's, there's legitimate complaints because it does bring up the uh, victim's family's past, you know, and stuff, and something that a lot of people kind of want to heal from, you know, so they don't want to be re-traumatized by people talking about it or whatever, and also there is this kind of Um, glamorizing of serial killers going on, you know, people saying, you know, kind of they worship serial killers and shit. They don't, they're not going to go kill people, but they worship the people that do. And I, I don't think that's, I think that's terrible. Um, these Yeah, people are not somebody to look up to at all. These exactly. are people who are terrible human beings. Um, but looking at the Dahmer series, watching that, I really liked how they handled it, honestly, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but I think they... Oh yeah, I I actually I loved it actually. Yeah. Um that's that kind of stuff's always intrigued me and I don't I don't know why why it is. I think it's just like a like a psychology standpoint Mm-hmm. like I always I don't feel like anybody's born evil I feel like it's a combination of how they're born and how they're raised and things that happen to them throughout their childhood and growing up either makes it better or worse um I don't I don't know <laughs> how did we get into all this Well, psychology talk <laughs>
I mean, that's good because that's sort of what this movie is in a bit. It's right. a, it's a big psychological fuck of a movie. Um, but uh, to go real quick, I'm a friend of mine's uh, child. Like, uh, is in her. I think she's 20 something now and she's in school and college working on her, um, you know, working on her degree and everything, but what she wants to do, like, I, I asked her like, what do you, what do you want to do? Like with your life, you know, like, um, uh, and what she really wants to do is get into where she studies, uh, serial killer behaviors and stuff and finds out, what about them that is something that affects kids' minds when they're young so that she can help stop them from becoming a, you know, a, a killer mm-hmm. later or something. Yeah. And I'm like, that is fucking, that's like, if somebody, if people do that, that's amazing. Like if yeah. people can actually stop somebody from becoming a serial killer, that's, that's, I mean, that, that's nothing but doing something good for you know, humanity. Right. Um, it's just, it's, that would be, I mean, that's sort of a tough thing because we don't know if that's the route that they would have gone down. So she might've saved somebody's life from turning out that way, but we don't know. Cause they, right. it's kind of like minority report, you know, like until you oh, actually yeah. remember that movie with uh, yeah, Tom Cruise, I think there's even a TV show with it, but like the idea that you can't, like until somebody actually does something they can't shouldn't be arrested for it you know if you haven't killed somebody you know right then you can't just go okay well in the future you're gonna go and you know kill this person you know well what if you tell the person hey don't you know like and then you convince them basically somehow that like look going down this path this is where you're gonna go you know don't do it so i don't know um I, I don't even know where that went from brain scan, but that's, <laughs> that's a different, whole different thing. Um, to go back to brain scan, I guess. Um, what, like, what was it about this movie you really, really liked? I liked the effect. I liked the main character, uh, how he's dealing with this trauma from his past. And even though it seems like he's, I, I just can't believe his dad leaves him alone all the time after having gone through something as traumatic as what he went through. But um, I feel like the game was kind of an escape for him. Mm-hmm. All, all the stuff he does, they even mention that, I guess, in the movie is like, the movie horror films that he gets into all of that stuff is just an escape for him to get away from his real life so when he does do the game it gives him a life for a little while but it's a life he doesn't want right he doesn't want to be killing these people and chopping off their feet and and storing it in there in his uh refrigerator and and then killing his best friend and that was so fucked up i'm sorry but like the way the friend uh, got killed because he knew about the game, you know, basically, mm-hmm. that was the only reason he got killed is because he was like, oh, the uh, um, there's a there's a uh, witness. And then you find out the witness was just the friend, you know, who knows he's 
acting weird, you know, so he could potentially be called by the police. No, his friend wouldn't have done that to him. Yeah. The girl wouldn't have done that to him. The girl liked him. Then we find out at the end in real life, she sort of acts really weird about it. You know, like, I guess it was kind of cute, but it was also really weird how he asked her out at the end. I yeah. mean, it was he was cute. He asked, you know, if you want to go out sometime. <laughs> Not many, you know, I guess in high school, that's what you, you did, you know. And then he she said no, or maybe. Well, she changed her mind to maybe, you know, but at first I think she said no, you know. Like he was like, "Oh, okay," and it was he's, most he's very socially awkward. Yeah, I think that's why people call them a creep or a freak or whatever and and stuff because he just doesn't. He likes the horror stuff, and he likes to be by himself. He's a loner. He also likes to watch the girl. But to be fair, I know you said he's a creeper. To be fair. I'm pretty sure she knew he was. Oh, watching. she did. She did. And she mentions yeah. that in the thing. But also, did you notice like she was kind of doing it and she was kind of looking out the window? So she knew. Mm-hmm. She, she knew what was going on and she liked it, I think, you know, because she likes him. I mean, ugh, I people, I don't know. Like, granted, I kind of, I mean, I my house backs up to a cornfield. So I often leave my curtains open, <laughs> which I may not do anymore. <laughs> now that you watch this movie, you're like, well, I'm changing never, my mind on that. I never understood why people like in the movies just like get completely undressed in the middle of an open window, especially when there's a house like right next to you. <laughs> I'd be more worried about the sharks in your cornfield. The sharks? <laughs> the land sharks? <laughs> no, there's a movie. There's a movie. I think it's on Tubi. I think you can watch it on Tubi. It's called Sharks uh, Sharks, sharks of the Corn. Yeah. Sharks of the Corn. I'm more worried about the mice of the corn. I'm telling you, my house has been overrun by mice lately. Yikes. <laughs> it was really funny. So, <laughs> uh, I'm going to show you this. This thing right here which is like my for this part your of donut? my donut. Yeah, it's my donut for uh <laughs> for this thing and it fell on the floor and started rolling and I literally thought it was a mouse for a second cuz I did not see it fall. So I just saw it start rolling at me and I'm like, "Oh my god, what the hell is that?" I jumped up and I like freaked out for a second. I'm like, "Okay, wait, that's a that's a donut." So I think I'm yeah. all right. Yeah, oh. I uh, I decided to clean my closet out the other day, and I opened one of the drawers because I don't hardly ever use this dresser, and there was a whole family of mice living in my drawer. <laughs> I get more worried, not just from mice, but I get more worried about like cockroaches and shit. I do not like seeing them uh, around. We we, yeah, we spray, but like that here. doesn't what. I haven't seen those around here, thankfully. Ugh. Yeah, but those are, and we have some really big ass ones that fly, and I'm like, I don't like it. You know, it's like that. Uh-huh. It's like how I met your mother with a cockamouse. I don't want to. I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> you know, uh, you know. But anyway, moving uh-huh. on back back brain to scan. brain scan. You know, the movie we're talking about, I think, uh, or trying to. Um, 
So yeah, um, the so Eddie Furlong is in this movie. There's nobody else really big from it that I know of. Like I, I didn't recognize anybody else. Um, and the director of it, I had never heard of either. Which kind of oh, but the writer of it wrote seven. So no way. Yeah, he wrote seven and like that Nicolas Cage movie uh, Eight Millimeter. I don't know if you remember that one. But he's uh, he's written a few 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 good flicks, and this is like his early work, and you can sort of tell, like that he's like that it's him, you know, because he's yeah. really good at like fucking with your mind a little bit and stuff. True. Um, but yeah, he he took this movie, which was great, and then made a fantastic fucking thriller of uh, seven, you know, which. I, I I adore that movie. I don't know if, uh, when the last time you saw it was, but it's I, I gotta rewatch it sometime soon. It's yeah. really good. Oh no, it's an excellent movie. You know, what's in the box, you know? You remember that scene? Oh, Brad I'm Pitt? pretty sure I know what was in the box. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was not happy. Just that. Um... Yeah, so then let's see. Brain, yeah. Uh, so, no way. All right. So it says in the, uh, in the, was it the info on here? It says a teenager is part of an in interactive video game where he kills innocent victims. Later, the murders become real. So the first time he finds out that he might have murdered somebody, that was, you know, that. <laughs> He's like, he was at the girl's house, you know, or whatever. He's right. finally going to go try to talk to her or whatever. And then, and her parents, I don't know if her parents knew who he was because they kept calling him boy and, and they didn't say his name or anything. But then later they were, she comes over to the house and he says, or, and she says, my parents said that you stopped by. So guess they did know who he was. Well, maybe they just knew him because he lived next door. Yeah. Or across the street where he's spying. You know. Wouldn't it be crazy if he was spying on their daughter and they saw him at some point? Like that I mean, would... what would they do, though? It's not like they can talk to his dad because his dad's never home. They would just forbid her to see him, you know. Like they do with the other boy. Did you catch that? That they're like, that boy is not allowed to come over. The other <laughs> friend isn't allowed to come over. So, um, you know, and I, I, I don't like that kid was fun, but like he was also in uh, there was a movie he was in called Evolver, um, which is also very similar to this in the 90s. Um, have you ever heard of that one? Mm -mm. Okay, yeah. So the um, the friend was named uh, Kyle, and he was played by Jamie Marsh. And Jamie Marsh was also an Evolver. Um, if you let me see if I can find the uh, thing about it. Oh, weird! He was in a movie called Killer App. What? Yeah, this was in nineteen ninety eight. It says about battles in the computer world of Seattle. It's by Robert Altman. That's crazy. 
I didn't even know that was a thing. All right. Apps weren't really a thing back then, so I it know. must have been more of like a computer application. I guess, yeah. Um, he was uh, he was in an ep episode of X Files. Love that show. Okay, so Evolver was basically about uh, a teenage boy gets a robotic opponent after winning a laser tag contest. However, the robot is not what it seems. That actually sounds fun, too. It does sound fun. We'll have to do that one sometime. Definitely. And it's got Ethan Embry who, and Cassidy Ray. I love Cassidy Ray. But, oh, uh, and what, what was he in? Ethan Embry? Uh, he was also, he was in, like, Empire Records, and he was in um, National Lampoon's, uh, or whatever the... Uh, which one was it? The um, one in Vegas, uh, Vegas Vacation. He was one of the kids in Vegas. Uh, instead of, yeah. So he was in. Oh, can't hardly wait. That was his big, big okay. thing. He was the he was the main guy, and, and uh, he was also the bass player in that thing you do, which I love that movie. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, that's. <laughs> he was he was the one who got, he had the the best expression on his face when the girl freaked out you know or Liv Tyler freaked out and they're both freaking out at the same time <laughs> or whatever it was, they were both in Empire Records as well so I just I love that time period like the 95 the to 98 you know time period of movies yeah like, just so much great content was coming out about that time and well stuff. and everything was so original too like, yeah. I was kind of on a 90s kick the last couple of days, too. And one of them was uh, Edward Scissorhands. That was 90s, right? Yeah, it was 90s. I think it was 93. Oh, my gosh. And just movies were so different back then. Like, it was just new ideas and just it was imagination. so much creativity. Yes. It was and nowadays, it's all just like... I mean, there's a big one out there, too, and I'm not going to say the name because <laughs> I don't want to hurt my chances someday. But, um, like, it's just they just spew stuff out mm -hmm. that they know is going to sell and make money. Yeah. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's just like, ugh. I know. And and that's that's the thing. Like, when you look at you look at movies today. And, and and it really is like because back then I think people are taking more chances on stuff mm -hmm. that might not get normally made like brain scan. I don't think yeah. you know I, I don't know who produced it or distributed. It. Like I don't think I almost feel like this wasn't like a Hollywood thing. Like this didn't even feel like this was like Hollywood. Um, yeah, I don't think it was because I don't remember it being like Universal or something. You know that that did it but um they um but that's the thing like when you look at a hollywood film most of the time they think to themselves we can't we can't make a bomb right like we can't spend um we can't spend 200 million dollars on a movie and not make a profit off of it because or at least make the money back because yeah. there's i mean uh so they do as much as stuff as they can. They market it. They, but they also the beginning of the thing they do is they try to find a movie that is, um, 
I guess like sellable, right? Yeah. So I'm just going to use this as an example because it's brand new and it's just out right now is Black Panther, you know, just came out. But Black Panther is a sequel, you know, right? Mm -hmm. To a movie that already did very well in the box office. So they're pretty sure, you know, going in. Now, they did that with Thor Love and Thunder and the the response wasn't that great because they they did leaned a little bit too much into the comedy. So sometimes when you do yeah. a movie, you kind of have to like the studio has to realize like you know okay we're gonna do this but maybe next time let's not do this you know kind of thing but when it comes to like original projects like somebody was explaining it uh houston howard who's a uh, guy does a lot of um like transmedia stuff and everything he was talking about the fact that when you do a uh a movie you you go and talk to a um uh what is it a uh fuck um uh like studio executive right like an yes. executive but not the head guy not the head right. of the studio but like one of the executives and you're pitching an idea and you're like i have two ideas right you say i have this idea for this original movie about this original character that nobody's ever heard of that does this and this and this and they're like oh that's a great idea but you know, what's your other idea? And they're like, uh, Brady Bunch. You know, a new updated version of the Brady Bunch. They'll go, they'll probably go and say, let's do the Brady Bunch thing. Yeah. A, because it's safe, right? They know that it's already got a built-in target audience. And they know that when they go to the head of the studio and pitch them the uh, Brady Bunch, that they're going to go, that's a great idea because it's already got a built-in, you know, thing. So the Brady Bunch movie gets made over the uh, original movie because the original movie, nobody knows if it's going to make the money. And if the movie doesn't make money and the executive pitched it, he gets fired. Yeah. Because you just lost, you know, you just lost a hundred million dollars for the company because mm -hmm. your, your original movie flopped. Now, I think movies like Charlie's Angels, I don't know if that made its money back the new one and everything. And I know like Elizabeth Banks cried a little bit about it because she thought guys weren't coming to see it because it was all women and stuff. And I think that's that sounds really wrong. This isn't the yeah. whole point of Charlie's Angels was guys wanted to see kick ass women like they like yeah. that stuff, you know? So I don't know. Um uh, but anyway, the point is that uh, the studio wants to see that. So a movie like Brain Scan today would not be made unless it's made independently. I think mm -hmm. you know, and maybe this one was because it doesn't. It does feel sort of more independent. And uh, yeah, yeah. You know, what were you gonna say? I I, I think so too. Um, I I think I think the acting was great. Uh, I think the cinematography was really good. The sets were great. Uh, the effects. Um, for their time, I think the effects were really good. Well, yeah, I mean, there was a little bit of cheesiness with some of the effects because this was pre like CGI, you know, really. Right. This is like this was computer graphics, but not like the computer graphic images that we sort of know and you know industrial light magic kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, this was not I ILM or this was not uh, those big companies, you know, who did it. I don't even know who did the effects, visual effects, but for its for what it was, it was pretty cool. And I liked the trickster. Like, I liked that character, um, yeah. the look of him. It was really creepy looking. Kind of reminded me of like Drop Dead Fred meets um, uh, the little monsters. Remember the yes. Uh, the guy in the little what are the uh what's his name um the guy who's uh who's got a big uh uh um issue with the uh, hand sanitizers and stuff and making you know making sure uh yeah. Howie Mandel Howie Mandel played oh in, yeah that that's right he was in Little Monsters as the like you know boogeyman or whatever the uh the main guy in it and I I used to love that movie it's just. I, I had rewatched it when I was older and I was like, it, to me, it didn't hold up as well. And yeah. I think it's because toward the end, it got a little darker than it should have gotten, you know? And I think it really turned me off from it, which even as a kid, maybe I didn't like too. Cause you know, like it just felt like it was it kind of went in a completely different direction. But anyway, that's, that's a whole different episode and probably, might be on like I don't know Hollywood knockbusters or another show you know um it's not a horror film you know by right. any stretch of the imagination um <laughs> but it was it was a um interesting time and that was what eighty something right that was right those late eighties uh, that that movie came out so the late eighties and early nineties and and this movie brain scan still felt like a 80s film in a way even though it was a 90s film wouldn't you say yeah i got i definitely got that vibe from it because i think every generation every like decade kind of the first five uh years uh four or five years kind of are still hold, held over from the last decade you yeah. know because they haven't like completely transitioned to Though the '90s did have like Chris Cross and you know, <laughs> I think was or was it '80s that Chris Cross existed. Well, and the thing is with uh with filmmaking, it usually takes from start to hitting the movie theaters. It takes a few years usually, mm -hmm. especially if you do it independently or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, and even more so now because we have big uh big budgeted movies that have a million things of cgi you know and uh so i i i did like this movie that the graphics that they did have like the uh the computer images of the mm -hmm. the phone and stuff like the phone numbers that popped up and igor helping them out and stuff that was pretty cool but then you get the like the game and the stuff that happens in the game and that looks so cheesy you know nowadays yeah. but i love it like it's a like i said it's a cd-rom you know you don't see those don't exist anymore really right. unless they're like you buy them at a goodwill or something you know or whatever you know and i bet they're worth money then you know yeah <laughs> hey um, i used my dvd player the other day so mm. i only probably use that a few times a year <laughs> The DVD player, not the Blu-ray yes. player. Yes, it's an old DVD player. Why? Why did you use that? You can put a 
DVD well, and a Blu-ray. I was gonna, so I don't I don't usually watch TV in my living room. I usually watch it in my bedroom. And so I was trying to get my Roku stick hooked up in the living room and I don't know what was going on. I couldn't get it to work. So finally I was like, just screw it. I put in this uh DVD of uh Adam Sandler his best SNL stuff. Nice. Yeah, so that just was just an easy like thing for you to watch and just to enjoy. That was 90s. There you go. Yeah, it was. And yeah. I like one of my favorite things about that DVD is that Chris Farley is in so many of the skits with Adam Sandler. So it's it's not just, just the best of Adam Sandler. It's the best of Chris Farley. It's the best of oh, yeah. David, David Spade. Spade. Uh, yep. Tim Meadows. Alec Baldwin is yeah. in it. Yeah, it's it's just good stuff. He didn't shoot anybody, did he? Oh, <laughs> maybe I should not say that. I don't know. Not with a gun anyway, but the... Uh, canteen boy scene oh god <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about that uh i wonder if he'll ever be asked back on sorry i live you know i would hope so he's a funny guy he is a funny guy i mean everybody makes a mistake but i mean that's a pretty pretty deadly mistake and... i don't think that was his fault though yeah and and uh, i mean yeah so there. It's it's bad to go down that road because there's a lot of people who have differing opinions on that stuff, and it becomes like almost like a political discussion after a while when you start talking to people about it. I'm like, it's you know, it, it it's an accident, man. It, like right, right. And if anything, a lot of these things kind of teach you like safety first, but also if you're gonna do a bigger movie like that with guns and all that other stuff, you know, uh, prop guns or whatever, you need to have, like, a union crew who know what the hell they're, you know, or taking well, care of Well, and the thing, like, I've worked on films with prop guns before, and I just don't understand, I don't know, I guess I don't understand how that whole thing happens. Uh, it's because the same the gun, thing as uh, Brandon I've, Lee. Or, the guns you know. that I've worked with on films are totally prop guns. So they don't fire anything, blanks or anything. You just, I mean, you hold it up and then all the effects, the the light, the smoke, yeah. sound, all that is done in post. post. Right. Which so, is the best way to do it. But right. a lot of times, especially in Westerns, they and I think that movie, if I'm correct, was a western. It was a western. Yeah. Uh, they have to have it be real guns because of the, the just the look and the feel of it, and it's really hard to make like that kind of. I think it's kind of hard to make that kind of prop, and and plus it's it's a bigger budget, you know, so they can afford to have it. Like when it's a small budget, they can have like the this the add the the effects and everything. Uh, because there's no, there's not going to be any squibs and there's not going to be any things like that. And these movies, there are those things. Um, we had a, we had a, a, a scene in a promo I did where we were doing, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, paintballs, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the actresses said she would be okay with getting 
hit with a paintball and i was like are you sure because like your mind afterwards i bet well so we go to do it and we call i, I call action the gun shoots and all of a sudden like you know she nothing happened to her and so she's like what you know what happened or whatever well it shot the camera <laughs> you know so after that i was like nope no more actual paintballs getting mm -hmm. shot at it's gonna look like paintballs getting shot at them and then we're gonna have people pretend like they're getting shot at by paintballs because that was that was my you know and thank god the cameraman didn't uh didn't like charge me for that because he did say it he sort of knew that was in the line of fire you know or whatever so he was okay with that but that camera that he uses i think even still today is taped because of me so every time i see it i'm like oh man it's a reminder of what uh you know what i did what i caused um real quick i want to i want to talk to you about um did you did you so you watched it on tubi did you watch it with subtitles on uh brain scan yeah brain scan no, I don't like I don't like subtitles. I love subtitles, by the way. You do? Well, I'm deaf in my left ear, so sometimes I can't. Oh. Sometimes I can't pick up stuff or whatever, so I do like subtitles. I've um, known you for how long, and I did not know that about you. I don't talk about it much. Um, well, now I, I really everybody don't. knows, Jonathan. What? What else now don't you know? Everybody knows. <laughs> now everybody knows. Yes, it's true. Well, that's good. I'm okay with talk talking about. It. I just don't. I'm because it's. It's one of those things where I'm deaf in my left ear, but not everybody, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not not deaf, deaf, like we're, you know, yeah. not, you know, or whatever. It, I, it's most of the time I even forget that I am, you know. It's just only when, like, stuff like watching a movie or something, and the movie's, like, the sound's farther away yeah. and everything. Sometimes I can't pick up on some stuff, so... Or muffled voices, whatever. I always just like to keep it on. If there's if there's subtitles, I like to keep them on. And uh, these subtitles were the funniest subtitles I've ever <laughs> seen because they were censored subtitles, and I never seen that on Tubi. Now, not censored as in like they would blurp out, bleep out the word or something, but they would literally like if they said shit, they would say shoot. Oh my gosh! And I was like, wait. I thought at first I was like, did I hear that wrong? And then the next time it was like, instead of, you know, Jesus, it was OGs. <laughs> that is bizarre. It was bizarre. It was more fun watching the subtitles sometimes, you know, because those was just like, what the hell am I watching? Oh my gosh, I did not. Wow. Now you got to watch it again, just with the subtitles <laughs> on and just see what craziness. So anybody who's watching the movie. Go watch Turn it with subtitles. On. You'll have more fun, if anything. Like even if if you don't like the movie, which I think you would. I mean, I really enjoyed it. But I like it. If you didn't like the, even if you didn't like the movie, you probably like it with the subtitles on because it's sort of funny and and bizarre in a way. But I liked it. I mean, I, I was okay with seeing it. I was just like, because after a while, I got used to it. So I was like waiting for the next curse word to happen and then <laughs> to, to, to just change it to another word. And, uh, oh you gosh. know, yeah, it was funny. Um, but uh, yeah, all in all, though, I, I really dug the movie. I thought the movie was funny. It was 
at times, you know, it wasn't funny, funny the whole way through, but mm-hmm. at times I was, I was actually laughing. Um, I was really enjoying the characters. Um, I was enjoying, uh, like the direction it went in and everything, mm-hmm. the writing all Andrew, Kevin Walker, the writer of seven did, you know, one of the best jobs, Yeah. um, you know, crafting this just s- small story and, it's so funny because uh, my friend Dustin is a huge fan of like arcade, the movie Arcade, right? And you ever heard of that movie? I think it's also on Tubi. Jonathan, the- I haven't heard of most of the movies when you ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only if it's like an Adam Sandler movie or something. And and I bet I have some Adam Sandler movies you have not even seen. You know, you know like know. Going Overboard. Have you ever seen that movie? I've you yep. got me. Yep. It's Adam Sandler. It's Adam Sandler being Adam Sandler before he is even famous. Um anyway. Uh so um yeah, where, where did I go with that? Because um what was I saying? I, I totally lost my train of thought because I was trying uh, to... we we're talking about there was a movie you said, Have you seen this? Do you and remember? I said no. Yeah, because you said And then we you... started talking about Adam Sandler. Oh, Arcade, Arcade. So Arcade, arcade right. was a uh I think 93. So it came out I think around the same time as this movie. So I think there was this time period where independent films were or whatever companies were trying to really uh dig on the uh whole uh video game uh craze of uh people you know interactive video games and um mm-hmm. an arcade was an arcade game that you played and then you got to play the home set you know or whatever and it brought you into an arcade and then you actually really feel like you're there you know and everything and if you die in the game you end up going into the game you end up getting sucked into the game and then you become a pl- you became part of the game and everything until somebody came and saved you, you know, or whatever. <laughs> it was it was an interesting idea, right? And so, like, arcade is very much like brain scan, you know, or whatever. And that was written by the guy who later on went to like write Blade, you know, and stuff like that. So, oh wow, yeah. So the guys who do like this or this, you know, like like some of those guys are do those little indie you know video game movies they go on and off to to make some really awesome you know big big budgeted movies you know and we all start somewhere i know and it's, it's good i think that people should probably do more video game movies i i just don't know how like you know these days a lot of people would because the video games that we're used to right now are more uh, uh in the long lines of like um uh what is it uh like playstation and stuff mm-hmm. and those aren't interactive oh well, you could kind of go into the metaverse i guess kind of thing like vr stuff but those oh yeah been done a lot too with movies about vr and how you know so ready player one ready player one that was a good movie that um, was a good one yeah oh, what I was had... that one with uh ryan reynolds that was out <sighs> free um... guy yes that was good but that was an interesting take on like the idea of like a 
a character inside the game, mm-hmm. you know, realizes he's a character inside a game. It's kind of like, um, uh, I, I don't know, like Last Action Hero or or something where you're... <laughs> You remember that movie with the Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. You gotta have seen that one. <laughs> you know, sort of like that. Or um, oh. Final Girls was also another really good one. Um, with that, it's a horror version of uh, Last Action Hero, where a woman who's or a girl whose mother had died in a car accident and stuff like a year before or something. She uh, goes to see her mom on the big screen because her mom was an actress and terrible horror film then she gets kind of inside the the movie you know she gets to see her mom but again but you know yeah it's a really good movie uh it stars uh vampire diaries uh well doesn't she's not the lead but it stars uh nia debrev who was elena and uh and vampire diaries i like her yeah well, she gets to play kind of a bitchy character and i love that like i love seeing her play stuff she doesn't normally play you know mm-hmm. um or i love seeing any actor play things that they normally don't play you know because after a while if you get typecast it kind of gets boring yeah as an actor you know that you know absolutely right? i've uh i've read a short uh script for a short film uh the other day and i was like it just it was such a bizarre and controversial thing i was like i know this is kind of off the wall but i have to audition for this did you get it um i i haven't uh submitted my audition yet but it's uh i don't know it's it's different well good like i said like this movie brain scan was different you know or whatever a little bit i mean it, it did sort of kind of have the same like it kind of went into uh a pattern you know or whatever uh that a lot of other movies have fallen through but you've know, done but i think that's sort of par for the course of these kind of movies so formula you know um to it but i like that i i i dug the whole movie like yeah. from start to finish you know, i me- felt like it was pretty original for mm-hmm. its time, for its time, and it was it was well done. Also, like the the cinematography was good, the sound, um, the acting was great. I I liked it. Yep, and he sort of gets the girl at the end, which was happy. Enough. Maybe. <laughs> and we forgot to mention he gives the uh the you know the CD to his principal at the end or whatever. Right. You know, and and so the principal is now gonna have to do brain scan, and it's gonna—I don't know what it's gonna do for him, because it's probably once if he if the guy at the end of it when he's finished with with brain scan, uh, the game or whatever, um, and he realizes it was just a game like uh like Edward Furlong did, he's not gonna have the same like feelings you know or whatever in fact he's probably gonna hate horror even more you know because he was sort of like sucked into that yeah probably unfortunately i mean because if you think about it if you were stuck in a game like that because at the end of the movie um 
Edward Furlong kind of changes his tunes on stuff, you know, right? Like, wouldn't you agree? Like, he kind of oh yeah changed his attitude on on horror a little bit, I think, and hopefully, and is trying to live his life better, you know, not watching these things, not being, you know, all that. And so he's out there, you know, uh, living to, life again, living life again, yeah, yeah, and uh, and not not dealing with the trauma. I think. Because you're right. I think it was the trauma and his dad being gone all the time that kind of forced him sort of to to be more lonesome and um, by yeah, himself. Withdrawn, of course. Yeah. So when his friend's like, hey, there's a party next door. He's like, yeah, let's go. And the, I think the friend was like, well, wait, what? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, all right. You know, yeah. um, that's awesome. So uh, <laughs> and then the friend hits on uh, that one girl, that one kind of bitchy girl who I thought was funny you know um, but I don't like was she her best friend or something there's, there was, I feel like there was more to it that we didn't get explored you know yeah like they just wanted the viewer to fill in the blanks I guess yeah because there was a f the two girls were like best friends I guess mm -hmm. and probably talked to each other then there was that guy that she was sort of with I guess but he was like thrown up in the bathroom. <laughs> like she was just there helping him out or whatever, and yeah, and whatnot. And I guess she wasn't dating him, but looked like she was. I don't know. It was such a strange thing, but yeah. Um, I, I liked think... the neighborhood watch scene. I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> that the whole neighborhood watch going after with dogs. Oh yeah, they were they were going and the and the detective saying. Anybody who's caught with a gun, even if it's a water pistol, I'm taking you to jail. <laughs> he was he was a hardcore man. He uh, told them no guns, and then what happens? Somebody gets shot, you know. And it not wasn't with, not with a, not with a water pistol. You no. <laughs> that'd be funnier though. Shoot with the water pistol, and then you know nothing happens to the guys. So the 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 cops like, all right, I'm taking you to jail. Um, you know, you 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 disobeyed me, and I told you, you know. Um, but it was no, it was it was that that scene was crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, that uh, so I think if the principal actually had to do a lot of that stuff that happened in the movie, um, because like you, I want to I want to know your personal opinion. If you knew this was a video game, right? This was not real, right? But it felt real because, you know, you're it's using your brains or whatever. And you're feeling like this is real. Would you have killed the first person or would you have been like, no, nah, I can't do it. I can't. Sorry. I, I can't. Like, I, I hate. I mean, I know I've done some horror films, but I just I'm not a fan of killing. But see, if you like, OK, so even you're if a... I knew even if I knew it was. A game. I feel like if it's using my brainwaves and it feels real, then it's gonna affect me. Well, what about as an actress? Okay, that's a good point. But what about as an actress? And you know it's not you maybe you know it's not real in the back of your head, but as an actress, aren't you supposed to sort of feel like this is real? So if you were a serial killer or a killer, wouldn't you feel like it was real? Well, the difference is when you're doing a film, as soon as you 
cut, you should be able to, I don't know. You're right. No, <laughs> kind of hard because I think if you're truly getting into a character, you have to access either some part of your past that helps you to be able to sympathize with the character that you're playing or you have you have to be able to pull some kind of inspiration from somewhere in order to be believable in that character i think all um, right but at the same time you you can't lose yourself as a person when you're acting so i think I don't know. I feel like when when I'm shooting a film, I have to be able to turn all that off afterwards. Like, let's say I have a scene where I'm shooting somebody or stabbing somebody. Right. But when the scene's over, they get up. But in this video game, it feels so real. And there's no... This person doesn't get up at the end of a scene. They're dead. Yeah, there's no cut. So that's where, that's where I think it's a little bit different. Yeah. Okay, I, I, can, I can get that because... You know, yeah, because in, in real life, in the back of your mind, you're going, this is a, this is a, um, uh, this is just a uh, um, movie that you're doing, that you're acting in. But in the realm of the video game, using your brainwaves to, you know, to, to do this, because you're literally, you're just in a very relaxed state of mind, but you're, but all this stuff is happening in your brain. You don't right. know this. Uh, you you think it's all real because that's what your brain tells you, right? Your brain tells you this is real. And so there's no back of your mind telling you, okay, right. this is still the game, you know, and everything. Because that otherwise he wouldn't have said, this wasn't supposed to be real, which is the best line in the movie. I guarantee that was in the trailer. Because that <laughs> yeah. was he was best line in the movie is this wasn't supposed to be real and that that is the that is the theme of this movie like what was supposed to be real was the um the, the game wasn't supposed to be it was supposed to be a game that you're playing that you're enjoying and then the trickster is telling him well now you gotta go kill the friend because he knows too much well actually doesn't even tell him that he just tells him you gotta kill a witness you know, I I would have been like, I, I he should have been looked at him. And go, what witness? Who? You know, yeah, good answer. Maybe he would have, maybe he would have told them. Maybe he would be like, does it matter? You know, like some witness, you gotta kill him. And man, that dog, by the way, that dog was awesome. I love that dog. Yeah. The little uh, uh, German awesome. Shepherd, I think it was. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. so cute. And he had the foot in his mouth. He had, a, he, had a, he had a foot in his mouth. Oh, yeah, that reminded me. I will have to try to find this picture, but I've got a picture when I had my golden retriever, June. Um, it, I was decorating for Halloween one year, and I had found this prop dead foot. And she somehow found it and got a hold of it. So she was did, chewing did on it. And you so took a picture I, of it? That, of course. Of course you in would. her mouth. And that made that scene made me think of that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that's funny because I never I never knew that story. So 
And it's funny that that sort of connected with you, I guess, a little Yeah. bit. Yeah, Yeah. she was she was an awesome dog. Oh, poor June. But these these two are pretty awesome also. They Yeah. just like follow me wherever, but I mean, I've there's been in so better many water dogs than now. in the world, you know, and they all need loves and hugs and Yes, homes. they do. Oh, look at them all sleeping. Laundry. <laughs> Oh, that's Hopefully so it's cute. like, don't bother me. I'm nappy They're right just now. like, what are you doing right now? Like, I don't want to be on camera. You know, I did. Where's my release form? <laughs> You know, I'm not going to sign it. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, well. Well, thank you so much, uh, Liz. Was there anything else we didn't discuss in this? I think we covered everything in the movie. Yeah, I think so. I think there wasn't anything. It brought up a lot of existential conversation. Well, I mean, that happens in every one of my podcasts. Um, That's true, people yeah. should be used to that by now. If, they, if they've been following Indie Film Cafe for I don't know how many years we've been doing it, um, they should know by now that, yeah, this is... This is the way it happens. Um, How we roll. how we all roll, you know. Um, uh, usually there's somebody who comes in and says, you know, let's get back on track. But uh, I, And it's not Paul, usually. no, it's, sometimes it's John Ward, maybe, Yeah. like, or, or just Jen, who you haven't met yet. But she, she was our first podcast host and she would, our co-host, and she would always be like, come on, guys. talk about the movie you know Nah, you're no fun. <laughs> yeah no no it was actually it was good because it's like having a uh a podcast you know uh family member telling you you know let's get back A on moderator. track a moderator yeah you know we need that and she did a lot of the editing too which um Oh, wow. yeah which i don't do well i don't really edit i just kind of cut cut and then send out because you know i'm lazy i guess i don't know But also, I mean, you know, a lot of this stuff, I don't want to cut out. I don't want to cut out any of the real shit that we, we Right. have, you know, from it. Um, so anyway, thank you so much uh, for joining me on this. Uh, everybody, um, where can people reach you? I'm on the internet, Under the Elizabeth, Elizabeth the interwebs. Fletcher or Liz Fletcher <laughs> or... you can just Google me, Liz Fletcher. It'll um, like my IMDb is at the top. Uh, I think it shows my LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, all that. You use LinkedIn a lot and I love LinkedIn. I think it's not, I think it's underutilized by I've been told people that. in entertainment. Um, I've, I've networked with some pretty um, pretty awesome people on there. There Sorry, you go. it's telling me it's my uh, sleep app is telling me it's time for bed. Not tonight. <laughs> Oh, wow. This is going to be past your bedtime. but yeah. Literally. All right. <laughs> Well, thank you. yeah, just Google me, guys. Yes. Google Google Liz because you guys will not regret it. She's uh, She's got an awesome movie um, out right now. Um, the uh, uh, God. Um, I, I'm like blanking on the name. Yes, Jonathan. You know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about, but being one of my best friends, you I should know my brain know is not like working that it's right now. Mothman Mothman. on Amazon Prime. I, I knew it started with an M. <laughs> Mothman Prof. Uh, the Mothman. One of the famous cryptids. Come on.
And uh, yeah, so that's out and available for people to see. So uh, <laughs> it is late here in my brain. So I don't know, you know. Well, you should have drank a cup of coffee like me. I drank tea, which is probably worse because it's not well, not ca caffeinated. But yeah, well, whatever. You know what? Uh, I I can't be a, be as perfect as you. <laughs> you should. Did you forget the part where I said I opened my dresser drawer in my closet and found a family of mice? <laughs> that sounds. I mean, what, how's that like? Not perfect. I it's because my house is this has been a rough year my house has been a disaster <laughs> my mortgage uh, what day is it the 10th my mortgage is 10 days late <laughs> yikes. not because I don't have the money just because I've just all over the place lately <laughs> and I've been healing and I've been healing so that's yeah that's taking a lot of energy out of me well, hopefully we'll see you on the big screen again soon. You know, you know, you got other projects coming up and everything. But uh, once again, I want to thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me about this. Um, and we're actually about to do another podcast too, so hopefully we'll be as let's do this kooky as this. <laughs> That'll be out uh, next month, but this is out tomorrow. So, woo! All right, this one's <laughs> out tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, kind of close there, aren't we? Oh yeah, yeah. I I do that from time to time. If I if I realize, oh shit, I you know, because I could I could be like, oh, I'll do, put it out in another month or something. But I'm like, fuck it, let's just put it out tomorrow. Let's do it. Uh, it's, it's sort of that time time it's supposed to be out. So you know, whatever. Anywho, uh, once again, thank you, and and thank you all for listening, or if you're still here <laughs> by now. Uh, they are. Uh, I, I hope so, because then they're listening to this and they know. So if you are here, tell us, let us know. Uh, write us a response or comment or something. Tell us to to, to talk more about the movie and less about other shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. All right, everybody. Thank you guys for checking this out and have a good one. Bye. Bye guys.